Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with Michelle. So for the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about 12 ways to feel better in 2023, one month at a time. So instead of crumbling under the pressure of one major New Year's resolution to exercise more or eat healthier, I want you to think about trying to reflect on smaller goals that can help you feel better throughout the year. And then you don't find yourself setting this resolution in January and you've fallen off track probably by February or March. Let's just keep it real because that's typically what happens. Or you say, hey, I got all year to get this done. And you get all the way down to the fourth quarter of the year. And now you're trying to get all of this stuff done that you said you were going to do when you had had you started in January when you would have had plenty of time to get it done. And now you're running out of time. So an efficient way to do this says Denise Williams, who is the owner of WellPlay Counseling and Wellbeing Center, is to mark your goals on your calendar month by month. She says you're more likely to follow through if it's already on your calendar than if you have to put it on your calendar after you've already gotten busy. And let's just face it, we all know how that goes, right? So if you want to improve your mind, your body, and your spirit in 2023, the ideas that I'm going to share with you can help you do that. Now keep in mind that this is just a guide and it is meant to serve as inspiration for you to choose, you know, what works best for you. Or you may even decide to come up with your own list of stuff. I just want to give you, you know, something to think about. So let's jump right on in. Now, January, she says, redefine what success means to you and then visualize it. So, and, and I, before you say anything, I know what you're going to say, but Michelle, January is almost over. Yes, it is. But guess what? It is not too late to do this step because it's not going to take you all month to do it. So, so consider using the first month of the year to redefine what success really means to you. I know we only have a few days left in this month, but guess what? I promise you, you can get it done. So maybe you've been judging yourself based on some old idea or ideas or someone else's idea or ideas of what success is, and it's time for you to redefine it as it relates to you. Some people think that success is owning this big old home and a gated community. Some people think success is owning a top-of-the-line BMW or Mercedes. Other people think success is having a huge bank account. Others may think it's having a family. The list can go on and on and on. So I want you to spend the rest of this month Excuse me, y'all, because my sinuses are draining, so I do apologize. But I want you to spend the rest of this month really thinking about what success means to you. And this is the perfect time, y'all know how I am, for you to get out your journal and start writing in your journal. Okay? February. Romanticize your daily life, even the small moments. So whether or not you'll have a Valentine's Day date or not, block out the lover's month to prioritize self-love. So this could look like cooking yourself a nice dinner, going on daily walks, 
regardless of how busy your schedule is, because I do get it, we're all busy. You, it might even mean saying no. And I've talked about this before, how we, we have to get in a habit of understanding that it's okay to say no sometimes. Yes, you can do something, but just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean that you should be doing it. Okay. So it might just mean saying no, saying no more often or setting clear boundaries with other people. Here's what I know. A lot of times we don't have well-defined and I'm air quoting clear boundaries as it relates to other people. And this is why a lot of times our time gets taken away because we allow people to kind of rain in on our parade as we're trying to have some me time. And again, I'm air quoting. So you've got to set some clear boundaries with other people. And again, this is the perfect time to get your journal out to write down what those things are. Now, as it relates to trying to figure out how to spend time with you, I want you to ask yourself this question. If you went on the perfect date, what would it look like? If you went on the perfect date, what would it look like? Now, only you're going to know that because I don't know what the perfect date for you looks like. So I want you to really think about that. And then as you think about that, set up some some mini dates where it's just you if you don't have anybody else to spend time with. Now, if you have someone to spend time with, then that's absolutely fine. But if it's just you, don't feel like, oh, because I, I do know people that I've known people over the years who don't really care for the month of February because it's because, of course, we celebrate Valentine's Day and they're like, oh, you know, I don't have anybody. So I'm just going to be at home by myself or if I go out to eat, I'm going to be eating alone or whatever the case may be. So guess what? This is not just for and I'm air quoting lovers. It's not just for couples. It's uh, married or otherwise. It's just the month of love, period. OK, so find some time to spend time with yourself. For the month of March, prioritize getting your rest. So each time the time changes, do you ever find yourself going, okay, hmm, am I going to gain an hour or we're going to lose an hour? Every now and then we all have to think about it. If you say you don't, you're telling the tale because we do. So when the tradition arrives at 2 a.m. on March the 12th, we will be springing forward which means that we will be losing an hour of sleep. But let me put a pin right there because if I'm not mistaken, I know that there was some talk about doing away with this whole time changing. So I'm, I'm not quite sure if that was actually announced that, that we are not going to do that anymore. Lord knows I'm hoping that we don't because that whole time changing thing, it just drives me crazy, has been for years. But I understand it is what it is. However, if for some reason that doesn't happen and we're keeping with tradition, then this is the perfect time to make this an excellent time to be intentional about prioritizing your rest. So keep in mind that resting can be deciding to just have a slow and intentional morning routine. It could be drinking a cup of tea or coffee, whichever your preference is. It could be not thinking about work or other responsibil responsibilities as you're doing your leisure activity. Or it could be spending time with loved ones or just taking a walk through your neighborhood. 
The thing is, is that I want you to really be intentional about getting your rest. And, and, and so that's why I said, when I said, keep in mind, resting can, it can be deciding on different things because to be honest with you, resting is relative. It depends on what you see as resting. Resting to me may not be the same for you and it might not be the same for someone else. So just, you know, find that thing that allows you to just kind of cycle down just for a little while to get some rest. It doesn't necessarily, now some people may need full out sleep. My hand is raised because that would be me. Others might just need an hour or two where they can just sit back, sip, sip on a hot drink, and just allow their mind to just relax. It might just be watching their favorite show. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Whatever works for you is fine with me. April, declutter your space. So use the um, air quoting the spring cleaning time to get rid of stuff that you've been holding on to because it was expensive, even though you never wear it or you never use it. Now, I'm going to also add in there, too, this is a perfect time to get rid of things that you've been holding on to because it's been passed down. Excuse me, you guys. It's been passed down to you. From generation to generation, from one family member or maybe a family member gave it to you or whatever the case may be. I get it. It has some sentimental value to it. So I'm not going to necessarily say get rid of everything just because you're not using it, especially if it does have sentimental value. I know when my granddad passed away, my he had a very, very, very nice uh, cashmere coat. And my mom held on to that thing. And I think she finally just got rid of it a couple of years ago. And my grandfather's been deceased for quite a while now. So I'm just saying, and I, like I said, I get it. You, you hold on to things because of the sentimental value. But guess what? If you let that thing go, especially if it's taking up room, I promise you, your memories of that person will not leave. Your memories will always be there. But there comes a point in time where you do have to clean out things that are taking up space that you're no longer using. So you can also clean out your spice rack and get rid of those spices that are expired or anything else in your house that's expired or that you just don't use. So I would suggest that you get rid of that stuff the same day or the the, the the next day at the very latest. And when I say get rid of it, I mean get it out of your house. If it's stuff for donations, take it to your local donation center and get rid of it immediately. It doesn't mean bag all bag it or box it all up and stick it in your garage or stick it <clears throat> in one of your spare rooms and where it'll sit just for months and probably another year or so. No, get rid of it right then and there out of your house so it is just gone, okay? And so another thing that might need some decluttering, you guys, mm, is your phone. And I know you're thinking, my phone... Yeah, so the next time you're sitting around just relaxing, take that time to browse through your the photos on your phone and delete some of those images or even contacts that you no longer want to make space for some new memories. You may have a picture on your phone that somebody sent you and you thought it was so funny and you held on to it and you go, wow, you know, I've been holding on to this picture for like the last three or four years. 
you know, other than the fact that it was funny, there was no reason for you to keep it. So delete it out. And you would be surprised at when you take the time to delete out pictures on your phone, how many you can delete and how much space you actually free up. That's just like, I know that when you are on social media, I'm going to use Facebook for an example. I have a lot of numbers and names and email addresses in my contacts. And I'm thinking, who are these people? I I don't know these people. And I realize it's because it was pulling it from Facebook. And so what I've been doing is just going down and deleting out those names that I have no idea who those people are. Or just deleting out names and phone numbers of people that I have not talked to in years. I mean, just I haven't talked to them in years. So why keep holding on to that stuff? Delete it out of your phone. Make space for new memories. Okay. Now, uh, and and I get it, y'all, because I'm going to tell you this before I move on. I did that with my voicemails, but I have a voicemail that I just have not gotten up enough, whatever that is, to get rid of it. And it's one of um, a member that was an individual, a member of my church, and he was also a member of the entrepreneur ministry. Nice guy, probably like one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. His name is David, and David passed away a few years ago. And I remember he left me a voice message about a meeting that he was sitting in for me because I was going out of town for the ministry leaders. And he had left me a message asking a question. And I did call him back to answer the question. But shortly after that, he passed away. And I just had not been able to bring myself to delete that message just because you know, I know that he's no longer here. And like I said, he was just such a really, really nice guy. But that's not taking up a lot of space. That's just one message. And eventually, I'll get to a place where I can just let it go, you know, and just remember the times that we worked together in, in the ministry. And um, and and until then, you know, it, it it'll just stay. So something like that, I can understand that. But the problem comes in when we have too many of those things that we're holding on to, okay? That's, we're up to May. So take your workout outside. So research, research shows that working out in nature can motivate you to get moving, improving your mental health, and providing a feeling of escapism from everyday life. Plus, you guys, guess what? It's free. And you can generally work out outside many places all year long, especially if you live in places places like Los Angeles and probably some parts of Texas where it stays nice all year long. So if you live in one of those areas, I would suggest that you look into doing that because that would be so much cheaper than getting a gym membership. Because I'll be honest with y'all, gym memberships, depending on where you go, can be quite expensive. I know uh, right now I'm with Planet Fitness and my membership is, is $10 a month, which is, is cheap. But there was a time when I was going to the Sports and Learning Complex over in Landover, Maryland, and I was paying $30 a month, $30 a month. And so when they had sales where you buy a month, get one free, oh, honey, trust and believe, I jumped on it. I would buy two months so I could get two months free. 
which meant I didn't have to renew my membership for four months, in which case they, they would have another special by the time it was time for me to renew again because gym memberships can be expensive. I know people that pay upwards of $75 to $100 and some dollars a month for a gym membership. You know, and I get it in, in the more upscale gyms, they have more to offer you. But, you know, if you are part of a gym, I'll say this and I'm going to move on that has all these great amenities like spas and all this kind of good stuff. Juice bars. If you don't utilize that stuff and you don't have to pay for it, honey, let it go because it will definitely save you some money. OK, so consider doing your workout outside at a place that you've been wanting to visit so it could be someplace like maybe you live someplace near a park that has hiking trails or walking trails maybe the beach or the park wherever the wherever it is some places you've been wanting to try out and for whatever reason you just haven't gotten around to doing it guess what now is the time okay june take a solo trip okay Take that solo trip that you've been dreaming about. And you you may have family members. Hold on, you guys. So you may have family members <clears throat> and or friends that aren't interested in the same things that you are. And that sometimes that, that does happen. And so you've put off taking that vacation because you don't want to go alone. Well, guess what? Now is the time to take that trip by yourself. And I want to encourage you, should you decide to do that, to be very, very careful traveling alone. Okay? I mean, you have to be... Um, careful traveling with a group, but especially if you're traveling by yourself, please, please, please be very careful about where you go. You know, if, if you're going on excursions, maybe the resort you're staying at, they're offering some kind of excursions, get in on that because at least you'll be with other people that are staying at the resort where you're staying, or if you're on a cruise ship or whatever the case may be, but please be careful about venturing out here by yourself. These are dangerous times in which we live, okay? July, cultivate a new friendship. So the International Day of Friendship is July the 30th, which actually I didn't even know that. But push yourself this month to reach out to that person that you met at a mutual friend's party or a get-together or whatever a few months ago and actually schedule some one-on-one -on -one hangout time with that person or use this time to reconnect with someone that you haven't seen and or talked to in a while. For whatever reason, use this time to say, hey, you know what? I haven't talked to so-and-so. Let me give them a call. Let me send a text or whatever and say, hey, you know, why don't we meet up over coffee at Starbucks or wherever you choose to get your, your drink of choice and just sit down and just talk. And you'd be surprised at how much you have really missed that person, you just don't realize it. Now, you also, if you don't have that as an option, you also may want to join a meetup group, which has a ton to choose from. Just find what works best for you. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just find whatever works best for you. But I do know that if you've ever gone to meetup.com, www.meetup.com, you can find any type of group that you are looking for. And guess what? Here's the best thing. If you can't find a group in your area, 
that offers what you're looking for, you can start your own group. You can go right on to Meetup. You can click the option to start your own group. You fill out the information of what the group is about, who it's for, da da da. And guess what? People are always on there searching for groups. They will find you. And so if you can't join a group, hey, start your own daggone group, okay? Just get out there and uh, cultivate some new friendships. Find new people to hang out with. August, pick up an old hobby or pick a new one. So is there an activity that you, you, that you used to love doing, but for whatever reason you haven't done it in a while? Well, in August, give yourself permission to to reclaim an old hobby that brings you joy or try a new one that's been calling your name. Either way, find what works for you. September, upgrade your routines. So September 22nd marks the end of the summer and oftentimes our routine will return back to that for the fall time of the year, right? But what if your old routine or routines are no longer serving you. Well, then guess what? Use September to evaluate how to make your routine or routines, because you may have more than one, reflect the lifestyle that you want. An example could be creating a nighttime routine, such as listening to some soothing music while you're in the shower or the bathtub or drinking a cup of tea before bed that makes you look forward to winding down you know when you have a routine you go wow i can't wait until it's time for me to wind down for the evening because i can soak in a nice hot bath or you know after i get out of the shower i can have a nice hot cup of tea and read a couple of chapters of my favorite book whatever your favorite book is for that moment but whatever that thing is i promise you you will start to look forward to it Okay. So and and again, the the options are, are unlimited. Just find what works for you and do it. Okay? You can establish a ritual to prevent the Sunday blues of returning to work the next day. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Sunday rolls around and you're thankful because what do we all like to say? This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice what and be glad in it. And just as soon as you get out of church, you're sitting there, you're thinking, oh, God, you're dreading having to get up the next day to go to work. Now, mind you, Sunday's not even over, but you're already dreading having to start preparing for for the work week. So you might have a routine that you come up with on Sunday that helps kind of take some of that anxiety away from you. Okay, or you might want to mix up your your workout routine or even try a new one. Again, find what works for you. October. You might want to implement a gratitude practice. So I said, use this month to start journaling about everything that you have been grateful for for this year. Make sure your list, make sure you list your big wins, your small wins, and your average size wins. Nothing gets eliminated. Now, I said to, you might want to start this in October, but I'm going to be very honest with you. I started last year. I want to say I started my gratitude journal. Let's see. I st- Oh, wow. Okay. I started my gratitude journal September, September, July the 11th of 2022. 
And I'm so excited because before you know it, July will be here again. I'm not rushing it, but I started my my gratitude journal July the 11th of last year. And so the beauty of it is, is that once I finish filling up this book, I can go back and start at the very beginning just to see all of the great things that I've been grateful for. I said all that to say that, to be honest with you, now is the time to start your gratitude journal. I make sure that I write in my gratitude journal every day. Now, I won't lie, there are some times where I may forget because I got tired and I went to bed. But on a, as, you know, as a whole, I try to make sure I write down at least one thing that I'm grateful for in that journal every single day. You probably will have more things. I know I do sometimes, but I just, that one thing that really stood out for me, I make sure I write it in that journal. November, do something nice for someone else. So November 13th marks World Kindness Day. Thanksgiving falls on the fourth Thursday of the month. And the Tuesday after that is Giving Tuesday. So you might want to use those moments, mark them on your calendar to support someone else. You know, call someone who's been going through a difficult time, pay for a stranger's Starbucks order or volunteer at a local charity. You might decide to go into, I'm going to say Bob Evans or IHOP or wherever Denny's, wherever you like to eat your local spot for breakfast. And maybe you see an older gentleman or older lady sitting at a table eating by themselves or just an individual eating by themselves, period. You know, say to your, your waiter, your waitress, hey, I want to do something nice and I want to pay for that person's um, meal. Can you get me their their uh, bill? And I promise you to do it because Frank and I, we do it all the time. And so, you know, do that for somebody else. And you would be surprised at how such a small act of kindness can go a long way for someone because you never know what people are going through. And they may not even be going through anything, but just that that act of kindness is always such a great thing. And here we are at December. Avoid feeling financially and physically drained. So from purchasing gifts to attending holiday parties and traveling to see family and friends, surveys show that Americans tend to spend generously during the holiday season. And this can leave us feeling both financially and physically spent. So to prevent this from happening, start exploring ways that you can cut your spending back as well as the number of responsibilities that you have on your plate during this festive month. And this is the perfect time to create a holiday budget to track who's getting a gift, who's only getting a card, who may only be getting a phone call. Or you may decide, Frank and I, we were out eating around the holiday season. This lady was sitting next to us at Bob Evans and she had a ton of Christmas cards that she was addressing, putting stamps on while she was eating. Well, she had clearly printed off, I didn't know what it was at the time, but she told us it was a poem that she put together for her family members. And so she was folding that up, putting it inside of the uh, Christmas card. She had bought a box set, beautiful cards, and she put the poem in there. But of course, she had to put the labels on, put the stamps on, and that can just be a lot of work. And she said, you know, this just gets harder and harder every year. So I think what I'm going to do, she said, I think next year, instead of sending out Christmas cards, I'm going to send out Christmas emails. I said, you know what? I love that idea. And I get it. People love getting 
cards in the mail. But if it's easier for you to send a, an email, guess what? Go ahead and send that email. So the poem that she was giving to her family and friends, she could have very easily have just emailed it to them. It's like she said, because her family's growing all the time and it's just getting to be a lot having to do all of that. So, and, and not only will she save on stamps, because I actually heard this morning that the cost of stamps is going up, the, the forever stamps is going up. And so not only is she going to save money on having to buy the cards, she's going to save money on having to buy the stamps. She's going to save time her time having to print off all of those poems that she had she's going to save her time from having to stuff those cards and envelopes and then having to go to the post office to drop them off so there is plenty of opportunity to save time and money right there and that's just an example that may not work for you if it doesn't that's fine but I just wanted to share it with you nonetheless so then you might want to think about how much you're going to spend on your holiday meal, etc. So there's so much involved. And I think if you are one that really goes all out like that, or you have a lot of people that you need to, to spend money on during the holiday season or big meals to prepare, you really might want to think about getting you the Happy Planner Christmas um, Christmas Planner. Happy Planner has one for the Christmas. You can go on Etsy and you can find tons of sheets that you can purchase and, and download your own uh, holiday planner, put it together and, and use that. Doesn't matter what you use, but you want to create something so that you can stay on track. So track what all needs to be done from the cooking to the food prep and then see what you can cut out and don't forget about the cleaning because if you if you're hosting you need to clean your house from top to bottom more so than you normally would on a regular basis why because you have guests coming over so you want to make sure there's now there's no cobwebs anywhere no fingerprints on the wall i mean everything is just per uh, perfect which means that you're going to probably look at your furniture go mm, you know what i need to buy some new furniture so now you're spending money on furniture and rugs and I'm trying to tell you, it can just get out of control very quickly. So you definitely want to get you a holiday planner to start thinking in October about what you're going to do. I say really in October, but you can do it at the beginning of December to think about how you're going to spend your time and your money so everything doesn't just go to hell in a handbasket, okay? It's supposed to be a wonderful time of the year and you're drained because you have so much to do and you're broke because you spent so much money doing it, okay? So I said track all track what all needs to be done from the cooking to the food prep and then you can cut out um, anything that's going to take you away from spending time with your friends, your family, your guests, or just sitting down and relaxing, period. Okay, so you guys, that's it. I will list these things in the description box. Please make sure you check them out and think about using some of those. Hopefully some of those will work for you. Like I said, if they don't, hopefully it gives you an idea of some things that you can come up with, maybe that I didn't think about, so that you can enjoy your year and allow your mind, body, and your soul to relax just a little bit. Because I'm going to tell you something. I know some people that seem to be high strung all year long. And the closer it got to the holiday season, the worse it got. I want you to be the person that can just sit back and relax a little bit more this year. 
Okay. If you're new to listening to my podcast, I want to say welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is not your first rodeo, I want to say welcome back. It's always a pleasure to have you guys here. Please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated and you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. To those of you that are supporting my podcast, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you, whether it was a one-time gift or a monthly gift. I want to say thank you. Your support allows me to do what I enjoy doing, and that is bringing you motivational topics once a week. Otherwise, go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me. Until next week, take care.